pretty nerds. 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 Hi guys, welcome back to the Pretty Nerds podcast. This is your girl Fallon Deanne, and this is your girl Nay. Hey, and how how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Tired. I'm doing a fast for like I think I'm on like day. I don't know. I'm going to Christmas will be day nine. So it's <laughs> been a couple of days. Um, but I, I've actually been sticking to it. I'm super proud of myself. I'm going to end it at Christmas. Um, but I just wanted to get like, you know, I don't know. I always fast because it gives me like good mental, like it makes me feel better mentally and physically and stuff like that when I'm feeling stressed. So, but it's, this is a long one. So tells you how much stress I've been under. <laughs> what about yourself i've been good um ready for spring already <laughs> what type of fast are you doing um just some juices and herbal teas okay you're always good at fast i can't i, I mean i love to do them i don't know what it is it's like <laughs> i guess it's just the the feeling afterward i feel so much better after after I've done it, after being able to stick to it, feel like I accomplished something. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can go ahead and jump into the hot topic since it's been a while, about two weeks since we've been on the air. Get right into the craziness, the little shenanigans. First and foremost, I want to go ahead and start with the really quick hitters, the good news that we can get out the way. Um, Fantasia and her husband announced that they were preggers and that she's having a baby. So congrats to them. We love good news in, in the time of COVID and 2020 and all the craziness that we've had. So it's good to see a couple who is actually making it and not only that, bringing a life into the world. So congrats to them. Also, Ariana Grande and her boyfriend announced yesterday or I think the day before, I don't know, might have been the day before, that they are engaged to be married. So congratulations to Ari. Um, you know, she definitely went through a rough couple of years. So I'm happy that she found happiness and love. So good for her on that. And then also I guess I mean even though it came with a bunch of drama surrounding it um but danny lee and the baby they finally went instagram official there had been speculation obviously of him and her being together him bouncing back and forth with the baby moms but it seems like i guess he has officially made his decision so him and danny lee are together and ever since they went instagram official it's like literally every single day yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah um i congrats to them you know i'm always happy for people if if they're happy so yeah i just want to see how this don't play i'd be like child yeah christmas go and see his kids and then somehow he's gonna be back with his baby mama but yeah agree (laughs) (laughs) all right so let's jump into some of the bigger topics we can start with the heavy so that we can get it out of the way because i don't want to spend like a 
crazy amount of time on it. But we did finally get a COVID vaccine. It was approved. Two separate ones have been approved. Um, one from Pfizer and then the one from Moderna has also been approved. Um, they've started rolling it out to first responders, healthcare officials. I think soon Congress is going to start getting it. And some of the elderly as well have started to receive it. So what are your thoughts? Like, like I want to be excited, but at the same time, I'm like, blurry of it as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. And I'm like, contemplating. I'm like, so when it's my turn, am I going to take it or not? I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just hope my thought is that I, I hope it provides the relief that we all need, not just in the U.S., but across the world. Um, I think it has just like torn families apart with death, sickness and loss. Um, And just for the sake of people being stupid as well, like people still out here not want to wear their masks, social distance, want to go to gatherings of two, three hundred people. Um, so hopefully that just like alleviates some burden off like healthcare workers and all of that. So, yeah. Agreed. I'm definitely, you know me, I'm a skeptic. I don't even really fuck with the flu shot. I will say though, that with this one, I feel like because we are so like, I feel like the chances of us act like when it's our turn to get it probably will be so like late you know next year late spring maybe summertime before it actually starts rolling out to to us i feel like then by then enough people who have gotten it and i've seen enough results and kind of seen how every you know other people have reacted to it and things like that to really kind of make up my mind to you know or to kind of convince myself by then to want to go take it or you know to go get it I will say that being in the state that we are in, you know, in Tennessee and it being, you know, the number one and having the dumbest fucking governor on earth who refuses to do a statewide mask mandate, that really does push me to (laughs) want to be like, well, (laughs) if I'm stuck in this state, then shit, I may have to suck it up and, and actually take this vaccine because these folks are fucking stupid listen and just to be like even though there's no mandate but jesus like put your mask on exactly like it's it's such a small thing and i don't i still don't understand why people because i'm like should we been this way at least since what mid-summer where we found out hey masks do help right um, um I mean, at this point, it's a fucking mess. Let it go. I don't get the protest. It's not even complicated. Just throw the little mask on for whenever you in these spaces. Keep your distance apart. And look, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. What's the issue? And now stores be giving it out because I ain't gonna lie. I walked in Kroger, me trying to get the baby out the car and deal with him walk clean in Kroger with no mask on and I was like oh my gosh I don't have a mask on and people looking at me weird <laughs> so I asked one of the workers I was like do y'all sell masks and he was like yeah he was like no I just go get you one so I'm like 
they're available. Like when I take the baby to the doctor, I go to the doctor, they're like, if you need a mask, we'll give you one. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird the things that people protest and they all look the fucking same. They be protesting. Mm, listen, girl. Look, and then be the first ones to want to yell, we want to get back to work. We want to go back to, work, to the bars and this, that, and it. Well, shit, y'all the reason we can't. <laughs> right. Fuck <laughs> a mask on. Good. And wash your hands. Girl, hold on. I got, I got to, this is, this is, so I was at the gym, right? And my thing is like, first of all, we're in the middle of a pandemic. The gym is already super germy. And so, you know what I mean? Like just all of those different things. And I said to myself, I know that people being that, you know, they know that COVID is going on. They're going to wash their hands. I literally was in the locker room and seen this girl. She just walked right come out the bed and walk right out and I'm just like sis like what the fuck I don't you know what I mean like I would think that but then again I'm like I guess it, even a pandemic won't make y'all wash hands like I don't it's disgusting I can't I wonder if like the moors are looking down like so y'all just gonna not follow our advice on what to do to keep yourself clean and healthy yeah Look, shit. <laughs> it's beyond me at this point. Oh, complete and utter disgust. Also, along with the, the vaccine discussion, the new Surgeon General, I don't know if he's new. Has the new Surgeon General taken over yet? Shit, I don't know. Um, the Surgeon no, General. It's, uh, is it the same one? Yeah, it's the same one. Oh, okay. Girl, I don't know at this point. There's so much mess with, like, even with that still, um, with Trump and his people. and just, Anyway, but the Surgeon General called out LeBron James saying that he should lead by example and take the vaccine. I was a little confused on that just because I didn't think the, I mean, from what the NBA commissioner said is that they're not. You know, they're not ahead of anybody as far as the who gets to the, the take the vaccine. So why would he call out LeBron specifically like he don't get to get the vaccine before anybody else? When it's their time to get it, I'm sure if he makes the decision to, he, he'll take it. You know what I mean? I think it was more of which I still don't agree with is that black people don't, don't trust, you know, the vaccine. But it's just weird that you would call out LeBron. You a black man. Take the shit your fucking self. Agreed. Like, why you got to call? And I'm like, and it's a personal choice, no matter how we look at it, if it becomes mandatory for his job or whatever, it's still his personal choice, whether he wants to take it. And for you to call on him to be like, oh, you should take it. So people would trust it. People still don't trust it because people like, well, I wonder if that's the same, you know, vaccine that we going to get. Right. I'm like, so it. that's not, I'm like, the only thing I think now that would help people would be to see how it all works out, you know, in the end, like, okay, how many people are going to get sick? What's, what are the side effects of being sick? You know, like, what reactions are they having? Me seeing LeBron take it, I ain't going to make me be like, okay. Correct. That makes it worse. Be like, okay, rich. <laughs> we know rich people get treated different. Reason why rich people can go into the hospital and come out, you know, with the worst case of COVID and come out fine. 
And then you have poor people that go in with the worst case and don't make it. So right. that's correct. That is correct. And I forgot to, to mention that too. I'm also concerned about like the, the symptoms as far as just for people with allergies. Cause I know I have severe allergies. Like I'm always, um, you know, s- during the spring and summer, I stay allergy medicine down. I have horrible sinus infections all throughout the year. So just seeing, you know, I have food allergies. So just seeing all these people. I did read that with people with allergies, they were, I don't know if that's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, that people with severe allergies, um, I guess you would need to maybe like consult with your doctor more to see if it's a good fit for you to actually take. Right. See, that's why. That's why I'm like, I'm. I'm. There's too much. There's too many questions around the thing right now. So that's why I am a little bit glad though that we are kind of further back on that list because, like I said, we get to see, kind of see it in in other people first. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because that sounds like it'll be a while before we actually take it. Yeah, I was. You have kids that won't be able to take it because I think it's no one under the age of eighteen. Right. So yeah, yeah. I am wondering how it's going to affect, like you said, because it is for. Um, they do have for the vaccine that it is under the age of eighteen. So I wonder how it's going to affect school. Like, how are they going to solve that whole issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to be weird um, because I mean you still have to think of kids. If they're going to school, I mean, and they're and the cases are rising amongst them. It's like, well, what would happen with them? Like, I don't know. I guess if you we the majority of society, so if we don't get it, then we can't pass it to the kids. Hopefully, yeah, I'm hoping something because if you think about it, this virtual learning thing is just not. I mean, is as easy as it what like as easy as it is for us like when we're in college and all this stuff like that, I think because we're a little bit more mature and you know all of that, but like with these younger kids and all that stuff like that, virtual learning just isn't, isn't working. But at the same time, I can understand for parents why they're like so weary because school is, we've all been to school. We know school is <laughs> overpacked. It's gross. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there is no such thing at school. There is no essentially no such thing as fucking social distance. Let's be honest. <laughs> so I I just it's such a like it's like a rock in a hard place. I think with the whole school thing. So I want to see how you know they're gonna they're gonna figure that whole process out. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad for the babies because I know. You know, they want to go back to school and it, you know, it be normal. Um, but I think we also have to get in, into the mindset of a new normal. There are some things that I think that are never going to change. I think social distancing and masks. I think we're kind of at this point where we're going to be there for a while. Yeah, I think um, that I definitely think that that's going to become ma- I feel like masks are definitely going to become start be become a part of our new normal yeah and i don't it, i guess what i'm waiting to see as well with the you know vaccine and the world changing is like you know how like the u.s is like oh we require that you have this and this and this to visit 
it's like, is the world going to start treating us like y'all have the plague? You have to have a vaccine to come and visit. Um, we need negative tests. Like they're already asking for negative test results within a certain amount of time. So it's just going to, I want to see how that's going to change. Because yeah. I definitely think it's going to change. Yeah. I mean, that's that, those are all legitimately very good questions. I definitely think travel is going to be probably one of the most changed forever. You know what I mean? Um, I definitely think that regardless of whatever, you know, the vaccine and all that, I definitely think the travel industry, I think masks are just going to be a forever thing when it comes to travel. I think, um, I mean, it was already a practice, I think in some of like, the Asian cultures and things like that. Cause I remember in, um, when I flew through China, they already, you know, were wearing masks and things of that nature. So, I mean, in some parts of the country, it was already a regular part of their life anyway. So yeah. I'm just, I'm just wondering if, if for sure, you know, it's going to kind of be the rule. And I feel like I, I can't see an issue, especially with airports. Like I said, cause those are, those are places that are so germy anyway I feel like and there's so many people who are there at a a certain amount of time I can't see the issue that people would take with it because I mean it's like we got to do everything else you know you got to take your shoes off get strip searched in some place you know what I mean so shit (laughs) why not pop a little mask on while you go through the line I don't right they want to check your lace front Exactly. So. <laughs> Just add one more one more thing to the list. Yeah. So it's gonna be we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Taking a wait and see. Yeah. But I am I guess I am a, a little bit happy, like you said, that there is gonna be some relief. Um for those, especially for the healthcare workers and for the families who have lost um you know, family members. I watched that story with Carl Anthony Towns from um, Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota Timberwolves. I always get Minnesota and Milwaukee mixed up, but yes, it's the Minnesota Timberwolves um, that he plays for. And um, how he basically, he lost his mother and then he lost like six other family members to it. Yeah. It was just, I could only imagine how rough this year has been on. Um, all right. I, I didn't watch. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying that I didn't watch it, but I did see it like the headline and I was like, that is just so sad. Yeah, absolutely. So again, it's just good. Hopefully, like you said, we'll get to see some relief to, to these healthcare workers. They have, you know, they honestly have been the heroes during this whole pandemic, healthcare workers, first responders, even, you know, these essential workers, grocery store employees who, you know, day in and day out have to go in and, and do their job, you know what I mean? And deal with irritating ass people because salute to them because shit, I would have swung on somebody by now. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> just to be like, bro, you're not finna yell at me about putting a mask on. I, I just work here. I'm just telling you what you're supposed to do. Exactly. So, salute to them. Uh, work was <laughs> 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 probably like if she don't order all this shit at once, <laughs> right? 
Amazon and order there right quick. Oh, yes, yes. Salute to them as well, okay? Because they out here handling business <laughs> when it's supposed to. Because I know good and well, they probably sick of everybody else right now with this Christmas <laughs> shit. So, also, I saw a really interesting story, and this was kind of like messy to me. Ray J and Princess Love, as we all know, they're going through a divorce. They, I mean, it's uh, Ray J is dating someone again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's over clearly between the two of them. But I saw that they also said that they are working on baby number three. I don't, I mean, I guess I get it in the sense of maybe Princess is like, we make cute babies together. I want to have, he's a good dad. I want to have the same baby daddy. But at the same time, it's like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird. What you think? I, listen, I don't know. <sighs> like, I, I baby daddy, but at the same point, it's just like, but why though? Y'all not together. And what type of agreement do you have that you're in a relationship with another person and they like, oh yeah, you can go have another baby. Like, it's weird to me. Right. I, I don't know. I was like, I don't think I could do it as like being a girlfriend, but you never know what arrangement they get. But even as a wife, be like, if we're not going to be together, I don't understand the point of having another child by a person, co-parent or not. It's just like, no. Yeah. That's that's what I mean. For me, like, I could never see myself doing it. But, I I mean, maybe she's, she, may, she you know what? She may be going through the, doing the Kourtney Kardashian thing. How her and Scott have, you know, she, yeah. did, she only wanted one baby father. So, she kept having babies with Scott. So, I don't. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I guess yeah. if the co-parenting relationship is that good, maybe that's why. I, but I'm with you. Like I can't. I just can't see it. It just seems messy. Yeah, and it's just like even bringing kids into this situation. I don't know. This. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel babies should be made out of love, not that. Hey, we both want another kid, so we might as well have it with each other. Like, yeah, I don't know. Exactly, exactly. Just, just a strange situation, all the way around. Um, speaking of strange situations, all the way around. I actually saw this. I didn't bring it up before, but I wanted to bring it up now, just for the laughs of it. Did you see? The little um, interview that Uncle Luke gave about how he was peer pressured into going to the strip club, and that's why he caught COVID. I did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Foolishness. For those of y'all who don't know, Uncle Luke is like 50, 60 year old. Like, he he a big old grown man. And I just, it just tickled me to think this big ass grown man is out here talking about he was peer pressured. What? And and then, and then what got me is other big ass grown people was actually defending it, saying you can be peer pressured. At- what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I guess 
it was the point of like it's the strip club. Y'all be acting like he couldn't go to Pluto or something. You know, like the moon. We're like, bro, it's gonna be there. I, I don't get it. And it's, I'm pretty sure you aren't wearing your mask. Exactly. No but mask, sharing alcohol. Right. Laughing in people's face. I don't know. I just found found it weird. And people was like, well, we got to get back to some note. It's the strip club. Like, I don't get it. And then why you telling us you got COVID? You want us to be sympathetic? Or you could have just kept it. Exactly. That's the that's an interesting that's an interesting concept. I wonder how Atlanta is managing to keep those numbers down with as open as they have been. We have seen literally every every celeb event that has occurred in these last couple of weeks, all these little parties and all that, all been Atlanta. So I'm wondering and and those they haven't been small events either. They've been huge three, four hundred people, no masks sharing alcohol being no social distancing it's interesting to see and i don't know what atlanta's numbers look like either so i could be completely in the wrong but it just seems like they have hella super spreader events down there so i just and it makes me be like are y'all really reporting like y'all supposed to be or doing what y'all supposed to be doing because like we went in june and when i tell you i was like so, I mean, we went to the mall because we like, okay, this Lennox Mall. It was like COVID wasn't even out. We was like, yeah, we just come down here back to the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'm realizing, I'm like, okay, COVID out the mall ain't gonna be dead packed or whatever. Girl, it was like jam packed, and I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. We can go ahead and head back to the hotel. I didn't know it was gonna be like this, and I. And the mask, like, a lot of people had on masks, and I did appreciate, I think, like, they were one of the first places that I had been to, like, during the pandemic, where, like, you can go to, like, the security station and pick up masks. There were, like, little kiosks in the middle of the mall that would give you a mask for, like, free. But it was still a lot of people walking around, they had no mask on, it was pulled down, they nose one covered, mouth one covered. It was just weird. Right. Um, I will say, like, I was like... So y'all not going to act like we get corona going around? I'm just like, maybe I'm wrong. So yeah, we just going to leave. But yeah, like even the restaurant we went and ate it, I'm like, uh, y'all going to see somebody right behind us? Oh, see, no. I would have felt the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, this was not like, you know, Longhorn, Texas, right? We was at Morton. So I'm like, you just going to see some Listen. Wrap me up, but just we gonna get hours to go. As soon as they said somebody behind us, I'm like, it was good. We was already getting ready to go anyway. Just go ahead and wrap this up quick. It was just like I said, it was weird. Um, for what I've heard, it's still no different. And of course, we see how they have these huge ass events. And I guess it's weird because when you see like Regina and her birthday party, and they're like, oh, we got tested. Uh, but man, but just because you get tested, I mean, you can't pick it up in the meantime. That's what. That is my biggest thing, too, because I'm like their their whole defense to it is, well, everybody is required to take a test or we taking temperatures and blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like that don't mean that somebody can't be asymptomatic. That doesn't mean you know what I mean? Like, I I mean, we just saw Regina, like you said, had her party and now her stepdaddy has it. 
So my guess is he had to have picked it up at that event. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that's why I'm like, mm-mm, no, ma'am. And then we just when you see it's like, okay, even if you're going to be out at a party, why y'all ain't got no mask on? And y'all, they even got the clear ones where you can still see your makeup popping and everything. Why you ain't got no mask on? It's, it's, hey, listen, folks is different. All I got to say is, truth be told, I don't give a fuck what you do. If you want to go out and do you, but do not get your ass on social media then and start, you know, oh, COVID is real and Blah blah. Make sure y'all follow the rules. I didn't believe in it at first, but no, don't don't come on here looking for no fucking sympathy or asking people to pray for you. None of that shit. Because you, as a big ass grown adult, made a decision. You felt like you had to be outside. Cool, fine, do you? But if you come out with COVID or somebody close to you come out with COVID, somebody pe- don't come out here. And then all of a sudden, COVID real and. And y'all make sure y'all wearing y'all. Ma- no, don't preach to me, bro. <laughs> I already know. Like, we knew that. <laughs> we knew that. All right. So basically, there were these last couple weeks, there have been really two big dramas. The, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we jump into those two, uh, did you see, I know you were talking about it, that you, um, the whole TI thing again with him putting his foot in, the, in his mouth. With the whole the uh the when he spends time with his daughter, he calls it his him and little Duval, which is not surprising. They call it their thought prevention hour. Yeah, I saw that and it didn't shock me that it came out of TI's mouth. It I guess I don't know. Well, it didn't shock me that it came out of his mouth. It shocked me that he hadn't learned from the last incident to shut the fuck up. Like, bro, you understand you talking about she has to hear this. You're talking about spending time with her. It's stop prevention out. Right. Funding with her. Like, oh, I don't want my daughter to be a thought. So this is why I'm spending time with her. <sighs> Listen, at this point, I'm just with T.I. It's sad that I got, like, I wasn't even, wasn't even a shock to it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just like, oh, okay. This is another T.I. moment. This is Another thing that he says, I, in all honesty, like if you if we start to like really look at it and think about it, just going back to even when him and he first kind of we start first start seeing like the little family hustle thing and how he was with Tiny and how controlling he is, how much mansplaining he does, I don't how misogynist he is, like I. At this point, when it comes to the thing, I, I honestly feel like he must hate women. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, it's just, like I said, I wasn't shocked that he said it. It was just like, bro, shut up. And you're not, it's not making it any better. And then you have another young daughter that's coming up. I just, I don't get it. I'm like, so why do you spend time with your son? Thank you. Like that's my that's another thing. Like his his double standards that he holds is crazy to me. Like the as wild and we've seen it from again from his own show that they have how as wild as he allows his sons to be and then the the way that he treats his daughters is just the double standard, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, her body is not yours to police to even be worried about if she's a thought or not. 
it's just weird. And I'm like, if you would be a better man, I mean, why would your daughter be a thought? Like, I don't speak on it. If she had a, a, a proper example of a man, you wouldn't have anything to worry about. I'm like, oh. but I feel like she probably want to get far away from his ass if she can. Yeah. But have you ever noticed that though, that the 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 kind of most low down type dudes be the most overprotective, uh, you know. Whole, you know what I mean, like police and yeah. a daughter type niggas, like because they know how they get. They know. Well, I ain't gonna say how they get down. A lot of them still get down that way, and I guess that's what's weird about men. It's like you run through other people's daughters, but you want your daughter to be this pure, virginal type character, and you almost place her on a pedestal that she doesn't even need to be on. Not that she doesn't oh. deserve to be on a pedestal. But not for that reason. Right. So it's like you have these unrealistic expectations that she's probably, she needs to be a virgin before she gets, you know, until she gets married and all of this stuff. Like, but what example did you set for her to be that way? What would she read about you in the news? Or if she Googles your name, what would come up? That you got it popping on your wife, that your jump off came to your wife on social media. Just stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure she's probably privy to more information than we are. So it's like, I don't know. It's just that has always been weird to me that men that I like that want these pure daughters and even women, when they get through running through, you know, all the women in the world, they want to pick up with like, oh, I don't want a woman that got a lot of mouths and baggage. You're like, shit, you come with a whole fucking fleet of planes and sky miles. Listen. <laughs> Speak on it, girl. That's that's some real shit right, right. there. Nigga, you got body bodies. <laughs> okay. That's that's another conversation that I can I I'll never understand from men. <laughs> How dare you have the audacity to say that you want a woman with, you know, this amount of bodies or she can't have a lot nigga what? How many bodies you got? <laughs> listen and be serious as hell be like if you don't get somewhere and sit down and then most time be going ball be like find something to do some road game exactly okay all right so more mess and this is probably just going to be a really quick hitter um because this was about a week or two ago but little baby apparently he cheated on his girlfriend with a porn star said porn star got drunk well she blamed it on being drunk and hopped on instagram and said that you know she messed with a little baby and um of course he did what all dudes do um that we've seen them all do in that situation he called it cap she pulled the receipts on his ass um and then it, it basically turned into a whole little debate on if you know if she was paid, why did she feel the need to talk about it? People obviously turned and started attacking her, calling her a clout chaser. People started attacking his girlfriend, um, saying that she's a clown because she don't keep taking him back, blah, blah, blah. Pretty much everybody got smoked except for little baby. 
Like nobody was attacking right. his ass, but of course the women were being attacked. What are, What are your thoughts? Um, first of all, they definitely all the heat should have been on his ass. Like when people are like, you know, you only allow, and I agree with it. You do allow, or you teach people how to treat you. But I think we've all been in that position before where we just hoping that that person proves us wrong one time. Be like, don't be a piece of shit just this one fucking time. Um, I don't like the fact that she was like going back and forth on social media with chicks or like trying to make excuses for him or saying, oh, I address him in private. No, boo-boo. No, ma'am. Like, if you're going to dress this other woman in public, then address him in public. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like you throwing all this heat and all this smoke at this woman. You know, like, it doesn't even have to be that way. Like, your boyfriend was the one who fucked up. Not only did he fuck up, he paid her. And then instead of him just, you know, letting her go on her little drunk rant and be like, you know what, what the fuck ever, you know, let me have the home. This nigga go and be like, I paid you to keep quiet. So you just going to confirm it. And she already got loose lips. So, of course, she going to run back to the blogs with what you just messaged her. So it's like the shit is embarrassing. Um. I definitely think she's going to take him back. And I just hate the, that we get to the point now where people are like, oh, I'd rather cry in a Maybach or a Rolls Royce or I'd rather cry in Dubai than, you know, wherever I'm from and be like, I don't want to cry in either place. Yeah. Because I'm like, y'all going to be out here crying in a fucking Rolls Royce with AIDS. Okay. I mean, for me, I definitely, I feel like it's a deeper conversation just in general as far as for black women how we have in essence been taught you know that struggle love is our love language you know what I mean like we have to endure pain you know what is the saying they used to always tell us pain is love like growing up that's what we were taught pain is love like you have to endure you have to be a ride or die you have to go through all of that struggle, love stuff. So I think that a lot of these girls coming up, they, you know, as much as progressive, as progressive as we have become as a society, whether you think that's good or bad, um, you know, there are still aspects, especially for us as black women, where we just continue to kind of buy into those, those type of narratives. And I think that those are cycles that we have to break. Like we have to stop believing that, you know, being hurt and ride or dying and, and, you know, just struggle love in general, that, that, that's that we have to endure that, that that somehow makes us a good woman or a better woman. If we can go through that, Um, you know, not to say that, that you can't forgive someone for cheating on you, not to say that you can't, if you're married, wanna and you go through some type of situation like that, you can't wanna work it out and work it out or things like that. Not to say that I'm not in no shape or form saying that. If you are in love and, and you can work past it, then absolutely more power to you. But what I'm saying is that I feel like a lot of times we have this mindset where where we feel trapped and we feel like we have to do that. And it, it, if 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 yeah you don't want to or if it's not 
like imperative if you feel like fuck it man he he fucked up he cheated loved them it's gonna be hard to get over it i'm but i can do it then why not you know what i'm saying don't feel like you have to stay in that situation because you gotta you know ride it out with him or you know he'll get better and stuff like like nah you don't have to you know what i'm saying love is not painful i don't give a fuck what nobody tell you love is not painful you should not be in a relationship and be unha- unhappy. You know what I mean? Of course, yeah. you're human beings. You're going to have disagreements. You're going to have arguments. There are going to be points when you have fights because you're two people. People do that. But you shouldn't be genuinely unhappy. Like your spirit shouldn't feel down all the time. Like you shouldn't be immersed in sadness when you're supposedly in love. Like it. Those things don't correlate. It shouldn't be painful. Yeah. And I definitely agree. And I think you brought up a good subject about, because when we think about struggle of a lot of times, we think it's just financial, like, you know, and which black women are taught stay down, you know, until he come up or whatever. But I mean, it's even struggle of that you have to stay somewhere where you're not respected. Because I think after a while, if he knows, like, this shit is embarrassing to me. You got women that are coming to me on social media um, just with the hype of, oh, they've been with you. I'm in Vegas with you and you still sleeping with somebody. So it's just like that's a, that struggle. Like, sweetheart, no matter how you want to put it, oh, he pays the bills. If that part of his life is not agreeing with what you want, that's a struggle. If it's not healthy for you, you don't like it. You got to be quiet and just take it. That's the struggle. You know what I'm saying? So I think that was a, like a good point for me. It's just like, it's not just always financial. Correct. Correct. And don't all, and, and my thing is too, don't always settle just because of the financial. You know what I mean? Because I think that that's another thing. Um, like you, the, the point you brought up with girls is a lot of people are sticking to this. Well, I'd rather cry in the Bentley. The fuck? No, nah, sis, I'd rather not cry. If you was able to to get you the baller before, if you was able to land you the rich guy before, I mean, you're a beautiful girl. You'll be able to you'll be able to land another one. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't the only actor who got money. That's that's another thing. Like if that's your, you know, I don't never knock women for looking for men with money and things of that nature, looking for providers, whatnot, whatever like that. Because like I said. That was something we talked about before, too, where for, you know, other races of women, they are taught to social climb. Um, And for black women, for whatever reason, it's looked down upon on us, you know, when black women decide that they want to social climb. But, you know, so I never look down at women for for doing that. That's not what this conversation is. All I'm saying is that if you was able to get one before there's another one out there and you're a beautiful girl, you'll be able to get, get another one. So it's really, it's not a down, you know what I mean? Like it's not a downgrade to walk away. That's all I'm saying. And you are already in a circle too. So this this really make me like, think about it. It's like you already in the circle and more than likely like, like Karuchi, for example, she left Chris Brown and she got 
you know, upgraded, you know. Yeah, exactly. Now her somebody who actually respects and cares about her, you know. Same, so, you know, same little social circle. There wasn't no drop off for her. If anything, some people say yeah. she's doing better. I'm pretty sure she happy. She, she yeah. ain't got to deal with nobody popping up outside on the curb. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this very last drama. And this one is just, I don't know. It, it just exploded. And it was basically off of something so simple and so little that it just let me confused. But basically, Asian Doll hopped on like her live and she played a snippet of a verse that she did for Meg Thee Stallion's album that was left off. Then next thing you know, it turned into uh, Asian Doll versus everybody. Like it just, it blew way out of proportion. Um, you had people then attacking Meg, calling her a bad friend because one, she left her off the album. Um, but two, because um, because she didn't hop online to defend her. Like I was so confused on that whole aspect in general. Then I was confused how then that whole situation turned into a beef with the city girls because the city girls were the ones who replaced her on that record or who, I guess, who the, when they put the album together, who they decided, the verse they decided to go with was the one with the city girls. So then that turned, exploded. And then from there, it just turned into more like little beefs that exploded. We saw Rolling Ray decide to get involved in it. We saw Santana get in it. Like It just became a whole barrage of mess from something that really started out as so simple, so plain, so basic. Something that happens all the time, by the way, in the music industry. There are tons of artists who, you know, do verses for records. And then when the other artist goes to kind of submit their album, they either change the change it to a different artist or they leave the verse off they leave the song off like it happens so nonetheless it's just a whole bunch of mess what are your thoughts i'm so happy you broke that down because i was lost in the sauce and i didn't know where to begin i'm like what the fuck is happening and why is rolling ray in this and i'm like <laughs> i was just when i say lost and i'm trying to go back to see previous posts and i'm like but how did they even What's happening? And then why is Meg in it? Like, I 100% agree with you. I'm like, it's just the music industry. They can, I mean, you can submit your verse, but what they do with it from there is like, I mean, whatever. They might dump it. They might not. I know they were saying like Meg deleted some tweets or something like that. She tweeted and deleted. And I saw Asian Brad or Doll or whatever her name is. Her sister comes like, um, you're not a friend or you basically a backstab or whatever. Yeah, I just think it went too far, especially with like, I'm going to slap people in wheelchairs and rolling right talking about dig up your dead baby dad. It just, it was too much for what it initially started out as. It's like, okay, she didn't use your verse, whatever, move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even think that one thing that had to even be put out there that it was a verse for me. Like, just move on. Right. It was, like I said, it was such an unnecessary beef and drama that jumped off, but like it literally just kept going and more people just kept jumping in it and getting involved in it and all that. I just, in general, 
I just didn't like, I just don't like the, the, the pile on Meg situation. Like this whole narrative of how, how does, you know, doing what all artists do in when you making your albums, you know, removing songs, taking artists off, switching other artists in, like, how is that any different from any other artist? And how does that make her a bad friend? Again, I don't really know Meg's situation and all that stuff like that. I just, I'm just, I never like these narratives of like, let's pile on a black woman for dumb shit. You know what I mean? Like the same way they piled on Nikki for, you know, for two years over all the, you know, it's like it's the same it's like we're seeing the same thing now it's like pile on meg it was pile on cardi for a little bit now it's like pile on meg like i just don't like the this narrative like once a once a woman especially in in the hip-hop world once a woman becomes successful it's like it immediately becomes a competition of let me knock her down as quickly as possible bring her down a notch and show her who's i guess in charge I don't know. Like, this shit was just weird. And I just, I don't know. I didn't like Asia when I was watching some of her, like, live, you know, videos or something like that. I ain't, I don't know. I just wasn't feeling her. But maybe that's just me. Yeah, she definitely um took it, took it to, in my opinion, it just took it to levels that it didn't have to go. And I feel like also on the City Girls end as well, like, they didn't even have to jump in, comment, speak on it either. I feel like they also, you know, were doing too much as well. Because at the end of the day, yes, y- y'all were the ones who replaced her on the song. But at the same time, it's like, you didn't have to say nothing about it. You could have just left it at what it was. Let the, you know, let the fans speculate on whatever they want to speculate. You don't have to play into it or you don't have to buy into it. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, whole big old mess, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, that is all we have for hot topics today. Definitely a longer one. We had some catching up to do, but we can go ahead and jump into the relationship portion of the show. Um, do you want to kick us off, or you want me to? Um, I can kick us off. I guess. We'll go. I saw this debate. Of course, we've been on a little hiatus, so it's a little old, um, but I still think it's relevant. But the question is, why aren't marriages lasting like our grandparents' generation? Okay. So I think, you know, honesty, I think that and this comes to my conversation or my, my ideas about just how progressive a lot of us have come um, become. Um, we are not our parents whether people think that's good or bad or not, you know, millennials get a lot of flat <clears throat> for whatever reasons. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we are not our parents' generation. Think differently. We, we're, in my opinion, we are far more accepting <laughs> of, of different types of people, even though I still see some people who are obviously not as progressive, but I do. I just honestly, I just feel like that that's the the difference is that we're just more progressive now. We're thinking differently. A lot of us, you know, are understanding that we don't have to be trapped in, in, you know, in unhealthy, unloving relationships. 
that we are worthy and deserve, you know, to be loved the way that we and respected. Let me add that in that we deserve to be loved and respected in in the way that we want. And and so that's why I think that that's the difference. We're just not our parents' generation. A lot of them, you know, are still under the thought process of bury things under the rug, push through it. If he cheats or if he has an outside family or another baby, we just going to ignore it and, and just ride it out. And I just feel like we just not, we, we don't play them games no more. Like that's, that's just <laughs> not the case. <laughs> what about yourself? Um, I definitely agree with you. Um, I think we, we have now grown to a society, especially with women. We have more education, more options. We're making more money, even though we're not on par with men. It's still more, you know, and even more career options. Like you're not stuck being a teacher or a nurse. So I think that's one of the biggest things. And we do recognize we like we it's not that stigma on divorce. Like it's still I think it's still stigmatized somewhere. It's like, oh, you're getting a divorce, but it's not as much as like, oh, I failed getting a divorce. But it's just realized that listen, even in some cases where it's not a bad divorce. It's like we're just not working out. So I think it's like I don't have to be here. Or if, like you said, if you're not respecting me, you're not respecting this relationship, our you know marriage, our home. Then hey, let's go ahead and call it quits, and you go your separate ways. I go separate my separate way, and we just call it a day. Everybody's not gonna be like your grandmama. They're just gonna be like, okay, well, you know, I'm gonna have to take it because. I don't have any skills. Right. Um, like even just taking my grandmama, for example, just putting it out there. Shit. My grandmama left my granddaddy for cheating. He had a child. She was like, I was making my own money. I was a seamstress and a baker. I left. Correct. She had options. She like, right. She was like, I took my kids and I left. You know what I'm saying? I was like, because she did have the option. Like, I don't have to stick around and stay with him just because he pays the bills. Because a lot of times that was the reason why he paid the bills. And a lot of our grandparents cried in the bathroom because shit was fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. And I mean, that goes for me, too, because it was a lot of women. That I'm like, y'all try to talk about young girls these days, but baby, if paternity court was a thing back in the 60s. Listen. Woo! Speak Listen. on it. <laughs> like, y'all was getting it popping too, Mabel. Now. You know that man ain't that boy daddy, I mean, you just let him climb on, but okay. Right? That's another thing that I, I be tired of hearing um, we could, I mean, we could literally debate the, or talk about this, um, you know, till we both blew in the face. But this whole like generational debate, oh, y'all millennials are the worst and y'all do all this and y'all did all this and blah, blah, blah. What? Y'all act like y'all didn't do all this and do all that. Like all the same stuff we did, y'all did. Y'all just didn't have it broadcasted on social media. Let's be honest. When I be listening to like some of my older aunties talk, I'm like, y'all nasty. <laughs> like, like, and when you add up timelines, you be like, so if you was married with him and then you had this, like, 
how did it work? And your mama be like, be quiet. I'm like, Mm-mm. I got questions that need answers because it's, it don't, it ain't adding up in my head the right way. Exactly. So, yeah. I'm like, y'all was, yeah. Loose. Mm-hmm. So y'all just need to come on around and stop judging these young folks. Stop judging. That's all. All right. So let me ask my question for this week. So my question is, what is your go-to after a breakup? Um, I think I go in like isolation. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like separate myself from everybody. Um, and sweets. This like, be like, I want some gummy bears, a Sprite, and I don't want to talk to nobody. Yeah, that that is like my big go-to. And then I kind of go from there to like, okay, I'm gonna go and party with my girls and drink, which is probably not the healthiest thing, but I do. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. How about yourself? So, I definitely. Um, don't like to speak to people. I'm with you on that. Like, don't talk to me. Let me, I just need my space. But definitely, you know, I, I vibe out on like music and like, I'll start watching like sci-fi stuff. Um, or I'll watch something that I know like makes me, cause I don't want to cry over a breakup, but at the same time, I feel like I need to shed some tears. So, like, I'll find, like, something that I know makes me cry every single time. And I'll watch that just to kind of get some type of emotion out. But I'm definitely, like, I'm heavy on the music. Like, you'll hear me anytime I'm in any type of, like, any mood, especially, like, breakups or just anything. Like, I'll run to, like, put on some records and just vibe out to it, like. I, I remember the last situation that I had, I threw on some heavy, like I was like, hey, fuck this. I'm going to listen to this, uh, that party next door savage mode and shit. Like, yeah, nigga, you should, you know what I'm saying? Like, so <laughs> I don't even care. But yeah, so um, that's, that's my go-to after breakup. Okay. You have like a movie or like a TV show or a song that's just like, does it every time. So, like, as far as um, when it comes to, like, if I just need a good cry, like, there are certain, like, the, the things that I'll watch that'll make me cry every time, and this is so pathetic, and I really don't want to tell people this, but I cry every single time. Have y'all, you remember the movie My Girl, where, uh, where Veda goes to, where her best friend Thomas J dies, and she goes to his funeral. And she pops up in the middle. She like talking. That shit makes me cry every single time. Like every time. I've seen that movie a thousand times. I know Thomas J gonna die every time. But <laughs> every single time, like I be sitting there like, baby, don't cry, sis. I know he died. I know you love Thomas. You know what I mean? Like I cry every single time. So that's like my go-to. Like if I know I need a good cry, <laughs> I won't watch my all right. Do you want to ask your second question? Oh, or you want to save it? Okay. Uh, we'll save it. Okay. All right. So then let's go ahead and really quickly, let's get into any like new music, books, TV, anything that you just want to get off your chest. Um, 
The only thing that I've picked up and started watching is um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Of course, in true fashion, I dropped out on watching it. So I am like, I was three seasons behind. Now I'm only like one and a half child when I say a miss, a miss. And I kind of see like now, um, I know like the whole NeNe Leaks like meltdown about her not coming back, which I feel like was a fucking mistake. But I can definitely see how that shift kind of came where she was kind of like not on the show or they wanted to bring her in as just a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I still don't like Kenya Moore. Like, I don't like her. Right. And I'm like, hopefully this is just her personality for TV and this is not her real personality. She's just evil and like beyond messy and petty like all of them can be messy and with a little dab of petty um but she's just beyond it it's just like straight up evil okay so, i'm gonna see about this new season probably tomorrow or something yeah but i finally mm-hmm. finished half and half and i feel so sad about it i'm like i don't know how i'm supposed to feel <laughs> it makes me upset because i hate that like how it ended you know because I feel like um, because at the time you know that was when the whole CW and WB um, did their merger and that's where they kind of dumped all of like the black shows and they were actually supposed to get another season so we could at least find out who Mona chose and all that stuff like that but I just hate how it ended yeah, I agree. This I was like, should I go back and watch this all over again? I don't know. But it's definitely one of those shows who like I can definitely watch it again though. Like yeah. no <laughs> I enjoy like that's one I, I agree with you. Like that's one show that I liked from beginning to like there wasn't like a season or episodes that I felt like I had to skip or I didn't like. Like I liked that from beginning to end. Like with Moesha, I had to I told you I had to completely skip the last season with Ray J. Ray J ruined every fucking show. I'm not going to lie to you. He ruined every fucking show. He come on. I'm telling you. When Ray J arrives on the show, it's over. We like this the death of me. But but think about it. When he arrived on Moesha, it was like, oh, okay. This is, I don't even want to see this no more. When he arrived on um one-on-one, that last season was a complete horrible mess like they should have just ended it when she graduated high school like no we didn't need this season but I mean it just all in all I'm telling you every if you see Ray J enter the chat go over (laughs) he's a killer (laughs) absolutely um and so then I guess for me on that whole tip I haven't really picked up any new um been kind of doing the same old same old grays in uh you know a million little things station 19 all of that they just did their season finale um i haven't been streaming anything anything new i've been watching like old episodes of just shows that i like like i've been watching old episodes of the game still went back and started watching old seasons of the flash like just stuff that i've already watched a million times so i'm, I'm Rewatching or stuff like because it's just been boring. I'm always watching Bob's Burgers. It's one of mm-hmm. my favorite shows when I need a good laugh. Um, and then as far as music, I, I listen. I have been 
in like this P and D space. Um, I don't know what it is, man, but because I know part, it took a while for Party to like release some new stuff, or whatever, like that. But boy, when Party released some shit, like it's like you sit on it for a while and you come back to it, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I like it. Like, listen, telling you, boy. Mm. Cause I didn't even uh, initially, you know that song he did with Drake, that loyal song. I didn't really like it, but I don't know why. For some reason, like I went back to it, and I was like, I don't know though. This kind of little bop, <laughs> you know, like I, <laughs> no. And then look, that savage anthem, that savage anthem is just that. It's a savage anthem. Like I see why dudes be out here like playing that shit because when I listen to them my feelings be hurt I be like god dang (laughs) (laughs) so but nonetheless that's where I've been at with that with the whole music thing let me go ahead with that and jump into the nerd moment of the week so these are kind of a culmination of a couple of different things that have happened probably over the past two weeks so good news Ava, uh, why do I always mess up her last name? Ava Darbonet, De- uh, Devonet, always fuck up her last name. Anyway, she has been tapped <laughs> to bring DC Comics Naomi to the CW. So I'm excited for that because she is a phenomenal director. So I can't wait to see what she does with that. Um, there will also, they've also got a Wonder Girl show in the works over at the CW. And what I like, that I'm hearing about it is that they are looking to um, cast an an indigenous Brazilian woman for the lead. So I'm excited about that. Diversity is always a beautiful thing. And, you know, sticking to, 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 you know, not whitewashing characters is, is a great thing. So I'm excited for that. There have been tons of trailers that have come out. Um, We got another Batwoman trailer. Um, That looks like it's going to be an awesome season um, over there on the CW as well. We got a trailer for Loki. We got another trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then lastly, over on the the Disney Plus area as well, we saw that it was confirmed that Hayden Christensen, he is set to reprise his role as Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader in the new Obi-Wan disney plus show so all good things coming out so a lot of kind of a lot of news around that you know forefront or whatever so a lot of good nerd things coming out a lot of good nerd shows coming out as well um so all good things and that's the you know nerd moment of the week for me anything else on your end fallon dm Nothing else on my end. All right. So then, per usual, we want to thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you guys. Make sure you hit up the website, prettynerdspodcast.com. That's nerds with a Z. And uh, we will talk to you guys later. Good night, guys.